One of the fastest draws in the Midwest. Goes by the name of Fastball Freddy. Takes the mound at high 640. And proceeds to pitch 10Ks. Leaving jabronis in the dust. As that ball zooms by him. Yeah. 500 career strikeouts in his career. Fastball Freddy gets the win. one nothing over the Atlanta Braves at American Family Field. The good, the Brewers. The bad, the NL Central. The ugly, the Braves last night. One of the guns in Wisconsin that reigns supreme. Freddie Peralta. Rowdy into pitcher's duel. Brewers get a win. And it feels oh so good. All right, Rowdy. Also, Devin Williams getting it done. Josh Hader's 14th career save. You want to take on the Brewers in an arms race? In a fighter fight? I don't think so. I don't think so, Rowdy. Hey, Brandy. What do you think, Rowdy? Pitcher's duel? Fun to watch. I mean, outside of that first inning where Freddie Peralta got the first two batters out and then all of a sudden gave up a hit and a walk and was kind of walking the tightrope there, mm-hmm. he was money. I mean, outside of that first inning, one hit, no walks, 10 strikeouts. Yep. I mean, Freddie Peralta gave you a hell of a start, and then yet you have it line up where you have Devin Williams coming in, throwing strikes. He strikes out the side in his inning, and then Josh Hader comes in, and is Josh Hader, and just unbelievable, he strikes out the side. Yeah, I mean, they struck out 16 batters Sheik. last night as a pitching staff. This beautiful thing. How about this? Josh Hader. What's his middle name? Couldn't tell you. When you're really good, I got to... Josh... Oh, they don't have it. Josh Ronald. <laughs> oh, that just doesn't just, even. Hey, hey, just go with it. Joshua Ronald Hater. Got the flow rocking and the arm just. <laughs> Rowdy. It, 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 I did check it. His middle name is indeed Ronald. Hey, Ronnie. But Joshua Ronald Hater, Rowdy. Ah, say that three times fast. He has now gone 14 in a row saves. But dating back to last season, he has now converted 28 consecutive save opportunities. Josh Hader electric 14 games, 14 saves, 13.1 innings pitch with no runs. Opponents are two for 43 with five walks and 29 strikeouts. Yeah. What do you think of the Hader? Aid? Yeah. Well, Hader's still now on pace for 63 saves, which is still ahead of the major league baseball record set by K rod at 62. And I mean, he continues to look like the most dominant pitcher relief pitcher in baseball and fuller messages hey, in fuller. here. And he, he asked the question, Fuller. is it time to crown Josh Hader the Terminator of baseball? <sighs> yes. Yes. Now, I've actually been talking um, with another guy messaging back and forth. Who? Uh, John about hey, Josh Hader in the future. So Josh Hader is currently under contract through 2023. So they'll have him through next season. But what do you do with Josh Hader? Well, he's kind of hacked off right now by reports about him. I mean, it's because of the bargaining agreement, mm-hmm. the, uh, you know. But he's kind of hacked off right now. That's what I'm saying is, is the Milwaukee Brewers just in general being a small, uh, small organization. 
they're a team that doesn't necessarily want to spend a lot of money or claims that they can't spend a lot of money. So they're trying to keep all these players on the cheap, right? Yeah. Well, Josh Hader, he's a guy that currently in his second to last year of arbitration is making like $11, $12 million. He's going to be a guy next year if he continues to, to pitch like this when he hits arbitration. Yeah. He'll be at 14, 15. But it's a guy on the open market making 20 plus million. Yeah. And. I can see where you're like, dude, I'm losing like 10 plus million every year. I'm the pay best. Me. I'm the best reliever in the game. It's time to pay the piper. I'm Josh Hader. If I'm the Brewers, who else on this team is, is a hall of famer? Potentially it's, it's only Josh Hader right now. How about Christian this? Yelich, as good as he was two hall of fame seasons. He's not a hall of famer. You think the Atlanta Braves were crying last night when they faced a uh, fastball, Freddie, Devin Williams, and then Josh Hader. What did our guy Fuller say? Should he be dubbed the new Terminator? Joshua Ronald Hader, the new Terminator. And understand that Terminator is out there. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop ever until you are. Strikes you out. That's what he's trying to say, Rowdy, until he strikes you out. Josh Hader, dude, 14 saves. He's uh, dating back to last season. Was it 28 consecutive saves for Josh Hader? And he just is a strikeout machine. Yeah, before we had the the Mallards interview on there, we were talking a little bit about Josh Hader, and I was mentioning how uh, off air, John and I were talking about what do you do with Josh Hader moving forward? Yeah, because he's in arbit- he's still at arbitration. Right? Yeah, because right now he's currently making eleven million dollars a year, and it's second to last year of arbitration. Now next year, if he continues to pitch the way he does, he's probably going to be projected to make about fifteen million dollars on arbitration. Mm-hmm. But if he's on the open market right now, he's commanding a long term deal that's over twenty million dollars a year. So he's and you mentioned how he, there's been. He's some, like, he wants more money. Yeah, and there's, obviously, because he's the best. Been some, does. some scuttlebutt or rumor saying Josh Hader's kind of unhappy. He wants more money for yeah. how good he is. Yeah. Now, this is a guy that's one reliever of the year, three out of the last four years, and in the fourth year where he didn't win it, you had Devin Williams. <laughs> so I'll hear people making the argument is like, hey, why don't if they can't win it, why don't you ship Hader out? and get his uh, haul for him and all you can get, blah, 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 blah. You have Devin Williams, right? You have a guy that the one year he didn't win it in the NL for reliever of the year, Devin Williams won it. Yep. Yep. Well, here's the other thing, and both John and I agree with this. I think you need to lock up Josh Hader long-term. Now, personally, being a small market baseball team, the Brewers, obviously you're pinching pennies with the roster, Pretty much every single year, right? I, I think if if I personally was the Brewers, I pay him one more year of arbitration, roughly fifteen million, and then I do sign him to a long term extension that's five years, probably almost worth between twenty and twenty five sure. million dollars a year, and lock him up. Because you look at it, I mean, he's twenty eight years old this year, uh, for the twenty twenty two season, will be turning twenty nine. You give him that one more year left of arbitration, he'll be his 29 turning 30 year, and then you have five years where he'll be 30 to 35 years old. Normally, we know that starting pitchers, they start to kind of hit their uh, hit their peak around 30, 32, unless there's some of the all-timers. Yeah. 
relievers you can get around that a little bit more because they're not throwing the same type innings. It's it's the one inning coming in. You can normally, for a really good reliever, you can probably get away with 35. I'm ready to back the Brinks truck up for Josh Hader. I mean, this guy has been absolutely electric every single year since he was brought up in 2017. Remember in 17 when he was coming out of the bullpen, he was a multiple inning guy. He was almost like your quote-unquote closer that would come in in the 6-7. And people wanted to be a starting pitcher too. Well, that was the thing. Like, <laughs> he would be used kind of as a closer, yeah, but like but in the long, fifth, sixth, yeah. seventh inning yep. when it was like a super tough situation, Correct. but you needed that weapon to come in and shut him down. And he'd just be lights out for multiple innings. And then he was your setup guy and, again, a multi, multi-inning multi weapon for 2018 until he became the closer. And then Craig Council invested in bubble wrap, and he's like, I'm going to use this all on Josh Hader only for the ninth. I'll take it off. But you went from people wanting him to be a starting pitcher to him being the most dominant relief pitcher in baseball. And my reasoning for why you should lock him up is because the timeline still makes sense with his ability that you wouldn't think he just completely falls off the face of an earth like a, you know, like a 30 year old running back. Yeah. You should probably get until he's about 35. You should get 10 solid years out of Josh Hader. But, but the other thing is you look around this Brewers roster no one else on this team is a Hall of Famer. You look up at 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 American Family Field, and you see some of those numbers that are up there that are retired. You ready for are, Josh Hader right Hall now? Of, that are Hall of Famers, like like the Molitors of the world, yeah. who spent the majority of his career with the Brewers, or obviously Robin Yount. But some of those numbers up there, like the Raleigh Fingers, I mean, people don't. Personally, I don't think people see him really as a brewer because it was the tail end of his career. Yeah, he was really good in the past, but it was it was like, what, two seasons with the Brewers? Same thing with Hank Aaron. Yeah, that originally was the Milwaukee Braves, but technically that organization now resides in Atlanta, and he spent with the actual Brewers. Well, well you said you, Josh Hader is all through and through a brewer. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he he was a guy that was originally drafted, I believe it was by Baltimore, and then traded to yeah. Houston, and then traded to Milwaukee. But he's only seen time in the big leagues, essentially, as a, as for a, a brewer. Brewers. Like, that's been his entire career. You lock him up. You better lock it up. He'll be a brewer pretty much his entire career, or at least basically the 10 years of the best. I mean, who would the next be a... Who would also be a Hall of Famer? That's what I'm Corbin, getting at. Corbin Burns potentially. Who's I mean, a Cy Young winner? Who is a Who is a Hall of Fame type candidate on this Milwaukee Brewers team that's named not named Josh Hader? Christian Yelich, as great as he was for those two years, he's not a Hall of Famer. He's not even close. I mean, if Corbin Burns continues on, like even that, I have no idea. Like we love Josh Hader's through and through. We loved what we saw to Christian Yelich in eighteen and nineteen. Yeah, but now we but hate. If you watch the Angels every single day. You literally saw that. You see that every single year from, from Mike, Mike Trout, Trout when he's healthy. Yeah. And that's that's for like that's a career that's going to be like 15, 20 years long. Sure. Christian Yelich did it for two freaking years. Yeah. He, he's not a Hall of Famer. And no, no, he's not. No. Even if even if he would have to put together like 10, he did 18 to and 19 Mike seasons. And, it, and he's not going to yeah. do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Willie Adamas is young. I don't think he's Hall of Famer. I like the player. Yeah. Same thing with Luis Arias. I like the player. No, yeah. He's not a Hall of Famer. No one else on the infield's a Hall of Famer. I mean, no one at the catcher position's a Hall of Famer. Lorenzo Cain's not a Hall of Famer. Nope. Tyrone Taylor ain't no Hall of Famer. No. Nope. Hunter Renfro's not a Hall of Famer. Got a cannon for an arm, though. Like, none of those guys are, are even close to sniffing the Hall. Craig or, Council? Or will be at the end of. No. 
<laughs> Brewers legend Craig Council Rowdy? But dude, you even look at the bullpen. No. Look at the bullpen. <laughs> the bullpen you have Josh Hader. Devin Williams. Yeah, but right now would you say oh, oh he's a no, Hall of Famer? No, no. But you would talk you would probably list him higher on the list of guys that would have a shot if he now this is playing out 10 15 Many more years. Many was saying that he was trying to uh, punch a, his own bust into a wall. That's why he broke his hand. You wouldn't you wouldn't go with any like Brad Boxberger's nice. It's not, we're not confusing him with a Hall of Famer. No. You look at the starting rotation. So lock him up, Josh Hader. You're not going to you're not going to look at Adrian Hauser as a Hall or you're Eric not going to look at Lauer. Brandon Woodruff's not a Hall of Famer. Like your next best list behind Josh Hader is huge drop offs, and then it's like Corbin Burns, maybe Freddie Peralta. But those guys are the only other guy that I think actually maybe would have a shot if he continued to do what he did for like another decade would be Corbin Burns. I don't think anyone else is even close. You got to lock up your best players and keep them. And when when I do really believe that after this season, Josh Hader has like six really good years left in him in that arm. I'm locking Hater up. He's literally, you talked about it, 28 consecutive saves. How nice is it to know that once you get to the ninth inning, if you got a lead, up. the game's over. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. But, uh, yes, I think you keep him on the cheap for probably as long you as say, you Sorry, can. Sorry, Hater, you're going to be pissed off again for another year. Yeah, but but that, do, maybe that's why he's so good pitching. But then you do like a little gentleman's agreement. Hey, we're going to we're yeah. gonna hit you up really nice and lock you down and, and make sure you're yeah, taking little, care little, of. A little, little handshake on the table. All right, Zach. Well done, Rowdy. Zach Halpern, our sports director, coming up. Full line's blowing up uh, really quick. Line one, good morning. Line two, good morning. Z in the Z, Z, what's up, brother? Not much. Yeah, how many Terminators do we need in the state of Wisconsin? Well, we have you honest. There, well, there's multiple Terminators. I don't know if you know this or not. There's the T one thousand. There's the T one hundred, the T one thousand, and I forget who the the female one is in T three. Yeah, I think she's like the eighteen hundred or whatever. There's the liquid one in Terminator two. There's the original one that's Arnold. So you know, I think Giannis is the T one hundred and Hater's the T one thousand. Yeah. And then the liquid one would be Aaron Rodgers because he's always liquid in the situation. No, that's the T-1000. He's the liquid one. Okay, then that's Aaron Rodgers because you just don't know what you're going to get. He he melts under pressure. I will not stand for any Rodgers slander on the show. Thank you. He melts under some pressure. I will not stand for any Rodgers slander on the show. Thank you. I thought you were a voice of the people. Correct. Okay. But sometimes the people need to be put in their place. Sometimes, well, sometimes, sometimes daddy, daddy sometimes daddy got to give you a little spanking, okay, Z? <laughs> You're like six months older than me. You can't spank me. <laughs> um, I, I don't mean, know where I'm going to go with this anyways. Z, what's uh, going okay. on? Not much. Uh, just, uh, I'm a liquid diet right now. I haven't been feeling the hottest. What do you got? The sickness again? Uh, I don't know what I have. I just haven't been able to cramp solid for a day and a half now, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, I hope, I, 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 I'm hoping for the best for you and your bowel movements. Z. Yeah. I'm so as far as brewers go, yeah, you make that gentleman's agreement. Like Rowdy said, I would rather do a four year with a player option or a team option in the fifth year. Um, that way, if let's say you're at 34, haters downgrade himself just a little bit and the brewers are kind of in a hole, you can trade it and the, you know, you get some prospects in return. Um, Rowdy, would you rather do a front ended contract or an or back ended contract? I think the player well, from your that. from your conversation so far, Zach, I feel like a back ended contract will work best for you. Yeah, but it, that's it, the it, thing it, with Hater though. It's like you you don't. There's got to be two sides to the deal, and 
And if, especially if you've been kind of uh, dragging him through the mud the last couple of years with arbitration when he's worth almost twice as much as, as he was making, I feel he like you, you kind of got to you kind of got to make it up to him when you sign it to the long term deal. But I'm willing to do that because he is that great of a player and no one else <laughs> on this team, in my opinion, is worth locking up long term, especially if you have to pay big money. Besides, I don't know, the best reliever in baseball. Yeah, I mean, we got Corbin. He's not in Hall of Fame yet. You, I think you need like five more years consistency of Corbin, maybe one more Cy Young to maybe get in. I think he'll make the Brewers Hall of Fame. I think we, I think we're agreeing on that. I think the Brewers. Hall well, of I mean, Fame hey, uh, Trevor Hoffman made the Brewers walk, uh, having one good season out of two for the Brewers. I think Corbin. Yeah, Jan. Carlos Gomez is like hey, on one of those things. I like, like go go. I like go go. So is I think Ricky Weeks too. I mean, there's that's Rowdy's favorite players. player, Ricky Weeks. <laughs> uh, is he, we have a question for you, really quick, on this. Uh, this let's talk of booty. A different kind of booty, though. Uh, our guy Bobby. <laughs> I said, "What's what about all the BS Mike Budenholzer, the booty slander yesterday? Where we're putting people in their place yesterday? Uh, what do you think about booty? About Mike Budenholzer? Excuse me. So I haven't really seen much of it. So what happened? He was telling people. Oh, Rowdy like, just was saying that he shouldn't have been extended, and <laughs> he won a championship. The guy. Well, this was, that was Rowdy. That was Rowdy. I know. Rowdy. Oh, and by the way, in the in Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines, the Terminator was called the TX. That's what it was. Yeah. So, yep, that's our Hoffman. We love you, Z. All right, later, guys. Big news out of the green and gold. Uh, Jair Alexander. Yeah. Jair Alexander back with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Let us rejoice, my friends, as Jair Alexander has signed a four-year, $84 million contract extension. The new deal is a $30 million signing bonus, and his per-year average of $21 million makes him the highest-paid defensive back in the NFL. Get it. Um, it's about time, right, Rowdy? Yeah, this was like the one deal that I think everyone had been looking for for the last couple months because it was the one move that the the Green Bay Packers could make that would make the most cap space available. Yeah. Like this, this move opened up... I, depending on how the, the financials and everything came out, I'd have to go check like their salary cap stuff. But it was like this could net them anywhere between, de- depending on how it was structured, like 65 to like $11 million. <sighs> yes, this is awesome for Which the that Packers. Was, that was the biggest move because there's only there was only about a handful of moves that the the Packers could really make to free up money with the current roster that they had. And the overwhelming majority of them were like nickel and diming little things here, maybe a million there. Uh-huh. This was the one that actually unlocked a good chunk of money where you could actually say, Hey, I want to go sign somebody with this. Now with this, uh, we were talking a little bit yesterday, right? Cause the news broke around like nine thirty-five yesterday. We were talking about it before we had to step away. Uh, Cause our show ends at uh, 10 o'clock, obviously. Uh, for other affiliates out there, some varying times. Uh, we love you, though. Love but you. when it comes to this, we were talking, and you said this, Rowdy, how would you want your $30 million signing bonus? Because you get it all right away. <laughs> how would you, you like that? You wanted, uh, it, you wanted it in a suitcase, right, Rowdy? Or a briefcase? Briefcase with hundreds. Be- yeah. Briefcase. How would you Cash. want it, RJ? Would you want yeah. it in a briefcase with hundreds? <laughs> no, I do like... Uh, I want a duffel bag. No, I, want like a du- I want a duffel bag boy. Remember that song? Like in uh, Dodgeball? Go I don't know if you've seen... 
thirty million dollars before, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure some of it's lost. And it's just yeah. he just gets the, stack, Goodman, yeah. the one stack of money in the briefcase. I was telling Rowdy, I'm like, what I want to see. I was telling Rowdy that I'm like thirty million dollars, obviously a lot of money, but when you get it in hundos like that, it, it doesn't look that big. Bring me a briefcase and then just have one check in it. Be <laughs> well, like, there it is. In dodgeball, wasn't a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, yeah, something but, like but that. Still, yeah. you know, he, so he like puts one it in little one stack. stack rather than. A, but yeah, I, I would. I want a duffel bag. I would, wants a briefcase. Up, I would show up at Lambo. I would grab that, and I would say, "I'll see you in July." Yeah, <laughs> RJ, how would you take it? I want a duffel bag. <sighs> that I could play. Uh, Go and get your money, little duffel bag boy. And I'm walking around with my duffel bag. Remember that song, Rob? You know, maybe like I had a really large order at McDonald's and feel like oh. a Tennessee football player. Oh. Oh yeah, like you'd be you'd be the you'd be the scorn of the NCAA walking yeah. with your McDonald's bag like, full of money. I'm not eligible anymore. Yeah. I used my eligibility. So, Thank you. Look, guy, oops, sorry, real quick. No, our, guy, our guy, True Advisor, says he should take that bonus in Bitcoin. It's not going to stay this low. I, as a guy who owns some Bitcoin right now, <laughs> yeah, I wish it would go higher. What are you saying, Rowdy? Sorry. No, with that, with the uh, Jair Alexander move, it looks like with the financials. The Green Bay Packers, after signing, you know, filling out their 90-man roster with the, and also the practice invitees and the training camp guys, yeah. signing all the draft picks. Now with this move, they now have about $7.7 million to spend in cap space. And we know that Green Bay likes to take about $5 million yep. into the season. So therefore, if you're looking to take $5 million into the season, they would currently have about $2.7 million to spend. Uh, so, yeah. And then, like we said, there's going to be a few more moves here made totally. in by June 1st. And that could be the Dean Lowry's of the world. By, by the way, has anyone heard about this? The mean Dean? No, no, no. So like, we can talk about, oh, they could do this with Mason Crosby's contract, whether they want to cut him or, you know, backload some of his contract into some of the void years. Yeah. Same thing with Mercedes Lewis, but they already paid out Mercedes Lewis, his uh, roster bonus. Yeah. So the, the more likely scenario would be the fact that they would just throw some of that money into void years. That's two of their moves. Uh, the Dean Lowry one, it makes more sense if you're going to cut him to cut him June 1st because mm-hmm. it saves you Save like almost two more million dollars. I personally don't think they cut him. I think he's been too good to cut, but not uh, good enough to extend. But the one move that no one's really been talking about, and I I haven't seen an update on this. Remember how they had Alan Lazard for like, was it a little less than than $4 million for that restricted free agent contract? Yeah. yeah. Supposedly he hasn't signed it yet. I I heard a little scuttle about that. He wants to go to Denver. But that that was it. That uh, I'm not going to name I, any names, but I heard a little scuttlebutt. Like I, I've I've heard that they've already had that contract go against like a lot of the um a lot of those websites that track the contracts. Mm-hmm. They've already had his contract put in put in so that when I say they had seven point seven, yeah, that's already his being signed. But I've heard that he actually has not signed it. Yeah. It's it's there to be signed. He has not so, actually signed it. Uh, this guy Ken Ingles, who follows the Packers cap on Twitter, he had a couple days ago, Alan Lazard has not signed his three point nine eight six um you know, restricted free agent tender. Does that not seem a little strange to you guys? Like, I know he, I never heard any of the Denver I, stuff. I'm not saying it's legit or not. I'm no, just but saying, it's I heard a rumor. Yeah. 
Um, and why? But my thing is, why hasn't he signed it yet? Unless there is yeah. some smoke. Yeah, they said Packers have sold negotiating rights for Lazard in 2022. The Packers have to have to write to reduce the RFA tender down to 935k on June 15th if still unsigned. So he'd be losing a lot of money if that's the case. Lazard is looking for a bigger deal, but the CBA is stacked against him. See, that's the thing that doesn't make sense to me. So say he does want to go to Denver. Say that that rumor is true. Mm-hmm. He's just going to lose his ass by, and and I don't get. You're going to lose three million dollars. Yeah, and I don't. I also don't get why you would want to do that because right now, you are one of the better receivers on this current receiving core. If there was going to be a year where you're going to ball out and have some of your best numbers, it's going to be when there's no one else to throw to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you you are like the guy, and you would say going into training camp that him and Aaron Rodgers arguably have outside of Randall Cobb arguably have the best chemistry and relationship on the football field. Yeah, totally. Sammy Watkins is brand new. Christian Watson, brand, brand new. new. Uh, Romeo dubs, brand, brand new. new. All these uh, Amari Rogers could hardly get on the field last year. Yeah. Like Devonte Adams is gone. He gone. Yep. I don't get you got why the ghost of Randall Cobb running around. This is literally his restricted free agent <laughs> year. Why you won't sign that, have your best numbers, then you're an unrestricted free agent. You can do whatever the hell you want. This just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I, I honestly didn't even think about this, Rowdy, and you're right. A couple days ago, Lazard not signed the, the restricted free agent tender contract at $3.98 million. If the the Packers have the right to reduce it down to 935 k on June 15th, if still unsigned. Now, the only thing that I can think of crazy is, well, one, this there's multiple things. I got things it. that could happen. One, could he look to save the Packers $3 million? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> There's no way. No. There's no way Al Lazard, a guy that's cutting his teeth to try and make it into the league, is like, you know what? I'll forfeit the $3 million. <laughs> you guys have that back on your salary. No, no, cap. no, 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 no. That's no, no. not going to happen. No, sir. Another, another potential thing is extending Alan Lazard could actually open up a little bit more money towards the cap mm-hmm. this season. Are they waiting? Is there like a backhanded like Look gentleman's out. agreement? But it is strange it that is it's weird. that it's not signed. And but my thing with the with the extension for him is yes, that might open up a little bit more cash for this season. But do you really want to sign Alan Lazard to a long term deal if I you're like the Green Lazard. Bay Packers? I like Lazard. Yeah. Yeah, but what but yeah, what is yeah. he going to think I'm he's Brian worth? Cooper. Like, what's he going to think he's worth? It, maybe, yeah, it does depend on Maybe that. he looks at it and he goes, well, well this season a- I'm going to play and be one of the better receivers on the team. Why wouldn't I just play on my just under $4 million for my restricted and free agent ball. deal? Have my best numbers because of the receiving core we have. Then I'll sign big time. Why would yeah. he? Why would he want to wait to sign the extension right now? Or, when I think yeah. after this year he could sign for even more. He's an unrestricted yeah. free agent. Mm-hmm. Line, three people want to talk some Packers. One second. I, I was thinking of this too, Rowdy, because uh, just yesterday I saw that Sierra. Russell Wilson, who is now with the Denver Broncos, the quarterback. Yeah. Russell Wilson's wife, Sierra, was d- uh, tabbed on the Sports Illustrated uh, uh, swimsuit edition. And I got to say, that picture was straight fire. Maybe that's why Lazard wants to go to just be closer to Sierra. Maybe. And there is a history of Russell Wilson's uh, significant others going behind his back <laughs> and doing some uh, immoral things. Yeah. But back on the, the Packer topic real quick, it's. There's a lot of weird things here with the Alan Lazard thing. Yeah, totally. And and most of it doesn't make sense, in my opinion, from the Alan Lazard camp, 
why he would be working for no, an right. extension now when he could probably get paid more yeah. later. Yeah. Or he's not going to take a, a discount when he could make $3 million more. Maybe there is something to he doesn't want to be in Green Bay, but it's just really weird. It is to strange. Me. It is it strange. Is. All right, we'll go in order. Line one, good morning. Who's this? Patience, Grasshopper. Ah, patience. Wax on, wax off, on hold. Corey and Marshall, Corey. what's up, brother? How you doing? I'm I didn't know if you knew who the hell it was. No, I did. So what? So what happens if he doesn't end up signing that at all? And we get to like training camp. Does he just like go become an unrestricted free agent at that point, or what? No, he forfeits three million dollars, yeah. and they have his rights. Yep. That's why well, it doesn't that's really, make sense. It, it doesn't make any sense at all. So there, there must be. Yeah, I would say then there, there's some uh, legitimacy then to that rumor. What what stage are we at? Are we at rumors or? Oh, this is no? this is the rumor. <laughs> this is the, this is the mutterings. This is the mutterings of this the rumors. This is the mutterings yeah. part. Okay, this is a little. It's not. It's not to the rumblings yet. We're in the mutterings right now. We're at mum, we're at mumbles like the dude yep. from um, Trailer Park Boys <laughs> with his keys. Yep. Yeah. So I would take that thirty million like in one of those old steamer trunks, like the type <laughs> that they used to put on ships, and then like two guys got to haul it. Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. If you got two guys to haul your $30 million, then you got to pay them some money, I feel like, to haul it. Well, <laughs> hey, Walter White had $80 million and he was just, like, hand out. He was burning the money at one point. <laughs> that's like a, that's, bad, a, good, so that's yeah. a good point. There's plenty of it there. And uh, I want, How much money? Do you remember? Because you're a Breaking Bad guy. I love the show. Do you remember oh, how yeah. much money Walter White had in that storage unit where uh, they just laid on million. it? Was that $80 million? 80, It was $80 million, and then he only ended up, well, you know how it all goes. He ended up with $10 million, and then he gave... Two hey. million at the end. Hey, spoiler, spoiler here, but he died with a smile on his face. <laughs> he did. Baby Blue. Yep. That was his favorite thing. He yep. was good at it. Yep. And uh, financial advice, Bitcoin is still going down. It's going <laughs> to keep Trust going me, down. I know. As a guy who owns <laughs> Bitcoin, I know. <laughs> Looking at it. It, <laughs> it is not something you wanted to be investing in at the top right now. I can tell you that. We're heading for some pain. Just I, like in, so I used to buy the dip. Like, I used to buy the dip, Corey, and now the dip keeps dipping. So I'm like, you res- I'm restraining, I'm restraining point, myself. Yeah. Do I buy it now? Yeah. Each time I buy the dip, it dips more. Exactly. That's uh, well, Corey, you're the, for all of us. You're the man, uh, Corey. You guys, we, uh, we love you, buddy. Yeah. We love you, too. See you, See you Grasshopper. Bye. Our guy, Zach Hopper, our sports director, our fountain of Wisconsin sports knowledge. Good morning, Zach. Morning, Evo. I got up I got up like an hour and don't, a half ago don't, just for this interview. Don't. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Well, yeah, here's the thing. You know, we had a little scheduling conflict going on, and then, you know, one thing led to another, and all of a sudden, here we are, you know, a little, a little late for the interview of Zach Halperin, but, Zach, it feels good to have you on now, does it not? My day would be there ruined are, if you weren't. There are a few people that I would allow, uh, that would that I would not allow <laughs> that I that I would do this for. What about Rowdy? What if Rowdy uh, was hosting? Yes, of course, of course. I'm a team player when it comes to that. Rowdy, do you I'll, believe Zach? There, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> All right. Well, I you can't want, wait till next week. I was gonna say you have that opportunity next Monday, yeah. Tuesday, and Wednesday yeah. potentially. It's more bump or less me, the, the real question is: Has he decided if he's sitting in or not? No, he bumped me four times, and let's let's see. Uh, four, four, I bumped you twice. <laughs> Zach, hey, so um, good. you better keep your fingers crossed that I don't get mauled by a bear or uh, some kind of wild animal out in Colorado hiking and whatnot. Because I don't, I don't know if, how you and Rowdy and Ben could, uh, you know, all exist in the studio together without killing each other. You know. You know, I'm not much of a praying guy, but I will be. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I think we'll all be putting up uh, 
very good thoughts your way next week. Well, I think Ben wishes I get mauled that way as he can just take over the morning show with Rowdy. Yes. And then I think Rowdy will maul Ben. Yes, I mean, yeah, there'd be a lot of maulings going on. I just, <laughs> and I'd just, I just be sitting there watching. You know, some people would say we're just a team of maulers, but then, <laughs> then we look soft as kittens when the season starts. Uh, yeah. Hey, I see what you did there. Hey, Zach, so I was talking, I texted you, uh, you know, what was the deal with this? Because over the weekend, or Friday actually, the Wisconsin linebackers coach, Bill Sheridan, resigned. And it was from some infractions when he was with Air Force. Air Force, Zach, Air Force. And I texted yeah. you, I was like, what, did he let a recruit drive around like a fighter jet or something? Like, what? <laughs> why did Bill Sheridan resign a couple months into being the new linebackers coach? Yeah, well, uh, so there was a report from uh, Stadium, uh, an outlet. Uh, Brett McMurphy reported that uh, the NCAA was investigating, uh, I believe it's four coaches from Air Force who were Force. Um, accused or allegedly broke um, rules, whether I, I believe it was impermissible benefits and also you know hosting prospects during COVID, which was a big no-no, um, that uh, certain schools just completely ignored. Air Force, apparently one of them. I believe Arizona State was another. Uh, where, you know, you just can't have guys on campus. It's COVID. You can't have I minutes, mean, whether, whether there are rules, right? Like you just have to abide by them. And uh, apparently Air Force did not. Uh, Bill Sheridan has said that he expects or, or is looking forward to addressing those things when uh, he gets his hearing in front of the NCAA, but he felt like he was going to be a distraction, I guess. So and, dumb. Uh, it's Air Force, Zach. It's Air Force. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, um, like we learned in that we learned in that piece that he was fired from Air Force um, oh. after Air Force found out about these uh, about these violations and they did their investigation. They fired him, and um, so I think it's uh, I'd be interested to see you know what happened you know with Wisconsin and, and looking into it, uh, how they vetted that or just you know how they vetted it, how they ended up with a guy who had gotten fired and uh, was under investigation by the NCAA, um, how they didn't know about that uh, before hiring them. What's so, the Air Force, dude? You, what, if, if you're trying to get a leg up at Air Force, I feel like you should get a raise. Yeah, right? I mean, but, like, if, if you uh, – yes, I, I don't know what to say I feel like that. the football team – Well, you don't, have to say, you don't have to say anything about Wisconsin that. Wisconsin can come out and say what they, they want as an athletic program or, like, as a department – but I feel like with this move, potentially the Badgers maybe trying to get a leg up here on recruiting and NIL deals with the guy that's got a little experience since COVID. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, Zach, like, I know, like, it's against the rules. Do you think if you were to poll 100 people, would anyone care that he had recruiting violate hosting someone during COVID and then some impermissible benefits for Air Force? Do you think anyone would give two craps? Uh, the NCAA, but, I mean, who really cares about them, right? Yeah, they're a bunch of jabronis. Uh, Yes. Uh, again, I don't know what the impermissible benefits were. I know, and I don't know. I would take a ride on they, a. I would take a ride on an aircraft. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, like we don't know what what they were. We don't know exactly what the violations were. I think the, the bigger concern is, you know, um, how he got hired in the first place. Yeah, uh, that I guess if you're, yeah. like whether whether you care about the violations or not, um, they are violations, and they're it led to him getting fired. So. If, if I were I Bill that, Sheridan, that, I said, I mean, I'm not, I'll do my best Wolf of Wall Street. Go, I ain't, I ain't effing leaving. I, ain't effing yeah. leaving. I, think, I think I figured it out. I briefly talked about this with Ebo yesterday. I'm pretty sure if it was housing players when they weren't supposed to be on campus, it might have been he comped them extra rooms at the Sheridan, you know, family biz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hotel chain, Zach. Everyone, this is what you can expect. 
next Monday through thir- next, next Monday through Wednesday. And if I get mauled by a bear for the rest of the, the show's rest, existence, the rest of life. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Well, well, have they hired no, someone that, else, or is there anyone like you know like what, you know what? Yeah. No, that was pretty good. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, Does he? Breaking news. Is that his family, the Sheridan Hotel, Harris? Can't confirm. Uh, so, it's it's a rumor like, right now. Uh, must have been spelled differently when they got off the boat at Ellis Island because one's Sheraton and the other one's Sheridan. Oh, but, is, that how, um, is that how that works? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. The spelling is a little different around you, damn it. You know, okay. it, was, it was changed a long time ago. Yeah, as Zach said, they changed your name. We're all you brothers and sisters yeah. in my eyes. Yeah, like yeah. Every, no one, very few people's names who came from, from Europe are ended up being the same thing, unless it was like Shaw or Smith or something like that. Very easy for Johnson. the people at Ellis Island. Yeah, Heilprint, not easy to not easy to say. Thorson probably not overly easy to well, think. Well, I was, I didn't, I didn't listen. I was just handed down from Thor himself, the Norwegian god. So right. that's what that is. And he race was, back. he was the dyslexic Thor that threw the e in there. <laughs> race, race back probably uh, got changed somehow too. Um, but no, uh, hired a new guy. Yes, I Jack Sitchy. Hire. What's he doing? Get Jack Sitchy in here. Jack Sitchy is in um, a uh, defensive analyst for the Badgers right now. I think that that promote from within uh, is beautiful. Yeah, I imagine they're going to try and find somebody with a little bit more experience than Jack Sitchie. Uh I, I don't think it'd be a – again, I mean, he's just barely out. He's played the position. It's something that, you know, that would work. But I, I think uh, they're probably looking for somebody a little bit more experienced, a guy who's probably proven. It's not an ideal time to do it. I mean, you do have two months uh, here before uh, fall camp starts, but a lot of guys that you would probably want already have their positions and probably aren't going to leave. But, again, it's a very – I would think – desirable position considering yeah. some of the guys that they put into the NFL and yeah. the, just the linebacker group in general at Wisconsin is, is really good. So, so he, br- um, he brings up Sitchie, Zach, but I have a question. So there was another guy that was actually there before Sitchie that also has experience at linebacker and a little bit in the pros. And that was Chris Orr. Yep. do you, I, he's playing in the USFL, correct? Oh, that's a correct. tough, that's and a killing tough, it apparently. That's a tough brand. See, that was what I was going to say. If they say they were like, Hey, we're interested in you, Chris, Orr. do you want to come back and coach Makes more money? He would probably make more money, but would you give up on the dream that would be playing in the USFL Listen. and potentially making an NFL squad? And Zach, before you answer that, I watched the USFL over the weekend. Let's say that dream sounds, seems like it's, is going to die anyways with the league. It was, that's tough. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think based on how he's played and, and there's been obviously some standout plays, but I think he may get an invite to an NFL camp. Maybe it's an invite to, to a training camp uh, that gives him a chance like that. I think the goal is still there. Like he, I think he was, he was kind of settling in. He had been hired by Wisconsin. Like it, whereas Sitchi was kind of like a, just a uh, hanging around going to practice type of thing last year. So, you know, Chris Orr had been hired and I remember talking to him when he was here, like his goal was to be the youngest athletic director in the country. Oh, like yeah. that, that, his schooling, like that was kind of what he wanted to do. I don't know if that was still his goal coming out, but this is, I think, a, you know, a last opportunity perhaps for him to try and make the NFL and make that his dream and, and be an NFL player. I'd be, I think the, I don't know. I think he probably took a pay cut to go and do the, what he's doing right now. Okay. Already. Interesting. So, um, like the job, the position that he had with UW, I think probably was paying him more than he's getting now with the USFL. I don't know that for sure, but I would assume so. Uh, so I don't know if money is, is where his mind is at at this point. Money on my mind, a little Wayne, good song. Listen to it. Zach, so what's next for Wisconsin football when it comes to when, when does it start back up again? When they got camp coming up? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, um, two months. Wow, uh, two big, months we got to wait? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Big Ten media days will get going 
think uh, July twenty is it July twentieth something. Down hey, you think if um, you think if this next week goes pretty well, the tag team can uh, hit each other back up for uh, Big Ten Media Days in Chicago? <laughs> oh, you and Nelly, you and Nellis go back down, baby. What do you think? I I was I was thinking he was talking about him and. Then, but uh, well, yeah, now he no, can get free course. parking in Chicago. It's like one of his many gifts. Free parking. Here's in Chicago. the thing, though: it's in Indianapolis. Is he going to be able to oh. adjust to a different environment, Rowdy? Um, a, a, a different setup, a different coach and TV cameras to get on? Like, how, I mean, how how exactly are you going to work that? And Nelson, where is your iPhone game at right now? Is it still the three, or are you up to the four now? <laughs> Well, we multiplied the three by four, or the four by three, however you want to do it. We're currently at the 12. Ooh, hello. <laughs> but, but Look at the if, math this if, morning, If you too. can imagine how far I can push a dollar in Chicago, imagine that's even that much further in Indianapolis. No, I will say, last time, a former employee that worked here when he was in Indy covering the Combine, there was a dead body in a car outside of the Combine. You will have to navigate, Rowdy, probably some, some nefarious activities. That was probably well. just his when he tried to get into the Combine. Oh. And like run, <laughs> and yeah. Run. Um, no, like, w- like with with Nelson, like I, I just don't know if I've ever seen. And again, I appreciate you coming. I think you, you know, there was a lot of effort on your part. <sighs> but I've never seen some. Uh, I've never heard worse audio than that. Well, hang on, you got great it. audio of uh, was it Indiana's head coach? <laughs> yeah, I knew. I, I knew he was busting on the scene. I got in there. <laughs> I made sure the audio was flawless. And you know what Paul Chris is going to say. He appreciates the opportunity to be at Big Ten Media Days. We already have that bank. Yeah, and if anything, that was the first time his audio was ever quote-unquote hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, right? Uh, but, like, the pictures. So many inside pictures, jokes. More, more pictures, more video. Like, Hey, he got on the that. news. He got on the news <laughs> with Jocko, okay? While staring, while staring at a, where was she from? Uh, Iowa. Per, uh, yellow I, dress, right, Rowdy? Oh, yeah. But then it turns out, turns out she's the wife of. Uh, yeah, and then it ended up being in the back of a newscast. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. Well, in, in it, the, Indianapolis, Hope Springs Eternal in Indy. We'll send you and Rowdy, okay, Zach? I can't wait. All right. <laughs> hey, how about this? We're going to send or Wisconsin is that as of the NBA's draft is going to be happening eventually. I was looking at a new mock draft, Zach, and I saw the one and only Johnny Davis. And I want to know what you think about this. Johnny Davis going uh, number 14 to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Johnny Davis. Yeah. He's dropping down. Huh? He says this would be a bigger slip than expected for Davis, one of college basketball's true breakout stars. He's arguably the most polished prospect from the guard spot, whose three-level scoring and defensive versatility could easily thrust him into a big role upon arrival in the NBA. What do you think? I'd be surprised if he lasts till 14. I think this is a big week for him. The NBA combine taking place in Chicago. Nelly, maybe you want to get down there. Uh, <laughs> taking place in Chicago this week. So I, I think it's a big week for him. Um, you know, maybe if he shoots it well there, like I think that maybe would be my biggest concern with Johnny is just the consistency shooting because otherwise he's going to bring like, uh, he's got all kinds of athleticism. He's, he's a tenacious defender. Like he, he he's got tries, the tenacious D he's a, uh, he gets after it. Like, so I, I think like just, if he can prove that he can be uh, a more consistent shooter, I'd be shocked if he dropped out of the, you know, out of the, um, I think the I highest I saw him was, well, I think it was after maybe the Indiana win or somewhere in like when he was really hot in the Big Ten season. I think the highest I saw was seventh. I think it was to yeah. the yeah, seventh, I do believe. So maybe maybe between seven and 14 is, is kind of where maybe he's at. I just, I think if he can sh- show that he can shoot it and do it consistently, that's going to be the difference for him. Um, I think that's, to me, my, my that's really my only question with him. He's got a, I think he's got everything else that you want 
as a as a lottery pick. So well, we've had some callers call in to be like, I don't know what position he would be in the NBA. Like, what position does he fit? I guess my rebuttal would be, uh, if you're athletic, I mean, you can fit just about anywhere besides the center on the court, can't you? People get, and I think this happens in college basketball too, and I'm I'm guilty of it. I think people get obsessed with that, like. Does he fit as a two? Does he fit? It? Who cares? He's a basketball player. Like yeah. he can, he can, he can guard multiple positions. That's the key to it. And he can guard, if you want to use the the positions, he can guard one, two, three. I think, and it depends obviously how big those guys are. But his athleticism kind of makes up for maybe him not being the tallest guy. I think he's probably going to check in at like six five, maybe, yeah. which is completely fine for a, a one or two in the NBA to guarding wise, and and three we'll see. But I. It's positionless basketball in the NBA. We've, yeah. we've seen it time and time again. College basketball is kind of the same way. You need certain guys to be big, right? Like you need your center to be somewhat big and that type of stuff. But we've seen teams and we've seen players and we've seen really, really good teams and players uh, do it without, quote-unquote, uh, guys that fit every single spot. So, Zach, uh, before I let you go, um, you know, obviously you're wrangling up everything Wisconsin right now. I have to. It's like an impromptu air check meeting. How has Kenny and Heilprin going uh, Thursdays from 6 to 7, the highly acclaimed show? How has it been going uh, with you having to stare at Ben Kenny in the studio Thursday nights? Well, I mean, Ben's carrying us at this point. Um, Ben's putting you, know, you on the back and just fin- taking it to the finish line? Well, it's, it's, the reason, I mean, it's the reason why his name is first in the Kenny and Heilprin. Well, I always, in, I always refer to as Heilprin and Kenny. Is, you know, I play along with the name Kenny and Heilprin, but yes? Yeah, no, like it's, he, he's the one that uh, is carrying us. I mean, it, it's his his knowledge um, of both college football and college basketball is just at yes. a different level. So yes. I mean, like that that he's able to carry us, and yes. I'm uh, I'm a, I'm just along for the ride. But it's been going really well. I could not have asked for a better co-host yes. uh, than Ben Kenny. Must know he's listening I, right now. Yeah. I am looking forward to this Thursday and every Thursday going forward, and perhaps more. Oh, definitely, definitely more towards football. Definitely more. Um, does he ever get a case of the grumpies when you're in, or is he, uh, or is you his muse, right? Sometimes he comes in here like yesterday. He was a little grumpy. I think it's because he was uh, bitching about his air conditioning unit not being turned on. He couldn't sleep because of the heat. Did he ever get a I case? I think of he also grumpy? mentioned that he was really carrying the show and doing so much work that he was waiting for Hyper to pick it, it up. I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> does he ever yeah, get a no. case of the grumpies with you, or is uh, six to seven on Thursdays really bring out the best in him? I think six to seven really brings out the best of him. Yeah, I, 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 I don't so. know if it's the time. I just think it's the idea that he gets to talk. Um, there are. Uh, hey, I ask him questions all the time, and somebody says I don't have an opinion on that. I'm like, you're, you're in sports talk radio, you have an opinion on this? I got yeah, Paige, Paige Sporadic's mom. We were talking about last week. You didn't have any opinion on it? On, on, on whose mom? Uh, Paige Sporadic, very good looking jeans. Oh. oh, okay. Yes, yes, very. Mm, yes. <laughs> uh, I thought you. I thought you said you were talking about somebody's mom last week. Yeah, Paige Sporadic's mom. Okay. All right. And and Paige herself. Yeah. Paige. Paige is a talented woman. Very talented. Uh, very good at very, golf. Very, very talented golfer. Yeah. Very talented golfer. Again, I I love doing the show with Ben. We do it every <laughs> six to seven every Thursday, and there is not a person I would like to do a show with more than Ben. What about so, me? Uh, oh, I, I take that back. I know what happens when you do a show with me. I start singing during the commercial break, and then you want to kill much. me. Oh my God! But that was I loved that week. The week was awesome. Besides I me singing. Yeah. I love doing the morning show, but the breaks where you would start singing, and it wasn't just that you were not, mm. it's not that you were singing, it was that you were singing the same song over and over again. Can I sing a little Michael McDonald for you? I keep you can. I'm going to hang up. Never but... be the same again. <laughs> exactly. We love you, buddy. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll, say, I, I'll call you off air. I'll sing uh, the, the chorus coming up, okay? 
hey, uh, enjoy your trip to Colorado. Get high for all of us. Uh, yeah, Rocky Mountain High, obviously. Yeah. All right, see you, Zach. We love you. <coughs> see you, buddy. Man, does Zach Hopper love Ben Kenny? I'm a little jealous. What's the uh, line at over the line as far as Celtics go? Are you guys going to be hoping they lose now, or are you hoping? Are you are you pulling for them because they took the butts out? Uh, well, I guess I don't really care at the end of the day, but go Heat. Uh, oh. Rowdy? I really don't care either. I guess I'd lean with the Celtics. It's so tough. I hate both of them. <laughs> I, I, I can't root for either of them to do well. I, can they both lose? I want both Western Conference teams to win. That'd be nice. That's where I'm at. I just can't Why? get behind the flopping of Marcus Smart. It just bugs me. you got to stop with the flop thing. I know. I, I'm a flop. soccer fan. I'm a soccer fan, too. It's fine. It's all... It's all you yeah, know, I know, part of the game know, now, and it sucks, and nobody likes it. I but know, I know. that's not the reason they win. You know what I mean? And uh, listen, I mean, <laughs> Heat. I don't like Tyler Hero. <sighs> I don't know. I love, I'm kind of hey. with Ben. Both Western conferences. Please go. I, I, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't mind seeing Luca win it. But I was just watching this thing this morning, and when back in the day when you'd watch Michael Jordan or Magic or Bird or whoever, they would just light you up and just keep going about their business like it was no big deal. Yeah. Now everybody's got a mean mug after every shot. Like, like Luca's one, one for that, you know, like it's like, dude, save it up. If you got to do it, do it once in a while, maybe. But I was always like in the Barry Sanders camp, like act like you've been there before. Just hand the ball to the ref and go back to the sidelines. Yeah. Mm. Just drain, drain three after three, right in their face, turn around, run down to the other end of the court and act like you're going to do it the next trip down. Be emotionless. I mean, he yeah. dropped Cameron Artis Payne, hit a step back three, and put them up forty-five. I would say that's an applicable time to mean mug them out of the stadium. I do want. I, I, I wouldn't though. I would at that point. What What can you do that's more embarrassing than what's already happened? Do the big ball dance. You know, like that's pretty much the only thing carrier. They need to hit no, more people. I know you can teed up for it, but more people need to do the Sam Cassell big ball dance. I'm a fan of that. Yeah. I do want the Mavericks to win it all, though. I I do like Luca, and uh, I just can't believe I'm saying this either. Jason Kidd. He, Jason Kidd was once the Bucks coach. Yeah, and I do not want to see. I do not want to see Golden State win another championship, possibly ever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I know what you mean. So they're, they're out of it. If, if if someone has to do it from the Western Conference, I'd take the Mavs. But I got two quick questions yeah. before I go. Yeah. Ben. Benito. Yes. Um, YBK. Yeah, YBK. <laughs> Honestly, I got a friend that owns a microbrew. Well, they own a place down in Texas. I'm going to see if I can send him an email and get, get, get a YBK IPA. <laughs> <laughs> but well, no, I've, actually have, I've actually had two beers named after me. We really? should work. Yeah, yeah. Make it as sour as possible. <laughs> I had the pasty no, gangster. My question is, how did Ben? How did Ben Kenny from Philly end up? I, I might have asked this before. This for oh, you want to know how he got here at the zone? Yeah, well, to Wisconsin. Oh, let me take the lead on this then. We started doing <laughs> charity cases, and this was like our second one. Uh, so Ben, I mean, tell Polly how you came to Wisconsin. How I went to and Wisconsin. Then I'll, then I'll say how you got to the zone. I don't. Know, I, I wanted to go to a school with big time sports. And then and it was chose the, Wisconsin. It was the only school. Paul, the Michigan man. And he chose Wisconsin. Wait, that was hey, the thing. Wait, well, hang on. Sorry, sorry. I mean, it's Ben's hey, story. Say it one second. It was the only school I got into. Oh, okay. I was and say, I don't mean that as like be, a as a. Oh, I'm I'm sorry that happened. It, hey, it was objectively the only place. His I could brother go. is at the University of Michigan. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking like on the go there coast, the there's got to be plenty of big schools. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I didn't get into any of the other ones. His brother got into Michigan though. He's a Michigan man. Yep. 
And then the other thing was, how's that heat treat you? Like, is it nice because it's cooled off now? Or are you? Man, last night was good. Last night got below 70. I had the window open. It was a little windy. Still yeah, you open that window, you put the fan blowing in. I, no, it was off. blowing out. I don't I, honestly. It was blowing sideways. I don't. I, I don't abide by your stupid rules. Hey, I think it's just I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. As someone so who grew up, dynamics. So debatable. As someone who grew up with no air conditioning, <laughs> in humidity, and I mean, I don't even want to get into it. But the point is, <laughs> but here we go. If you blow that, if you blow that hot air out during the day and the cold air in during the night, it works. It's Polly. Polly grew up with so much hot air that he's got to get it out now by calling into the station. The show multiple times. Good lord, <laughs> Polly, it's not your fault. Ben just doesn't believe in science. It's, yeah, it, it, if he tried it, I guarantee you it works. No, if the air outside is the same temperature as the air inside, then of course it's not going to cool you down. Hey, Polly, you want to know who you got? You want to know who you got with us at the zone here? How's that? All right, so so uh, uh, same way you lost. I, I think it's very straightforward. I DM Zach Halpern on Twitter. No, as, as well, yeah, that had something to do with it too. No, but uh, Polly, so we got. Um, Bill took a little stepped away and took a hiatus and he came back and he came with us and he needed a producer and I was producing Bill's show for the longest time and I was looking for a producer I actually had a producer lined up and this dude bailed on me in like the middle of the night like all of a sudden he just was gone and then there was another guy uh, your Asher Lowe who was mm. I was informed of and I just got drug my heels on. I was like eh, I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know and then all of a sudden I got this email from one Ben Kenny and I listened to, like, one of his podcasts. I'm like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. I really need someone to work here. Yeah, he sounds like he'd be good. And uh, I think Zach vouched for you. And then I called Surprising, him Surprising, I, I emailed Ben, and I'm like, hey, uh, you want an interview or something? And then we had a well, – I mean, how did that even go? Again? No, remember. you didn't interview me at all. Oh, I, I just sent you my work, and you're like, all right, yeah, come no, in. No, I listened to your stuff interviewed you. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. basically it was, it, was, it was me, like, rolling the dice. Like, yeah, I'll take this guy. I just figured and it, it worked out same. great. I love Ben. I figured it was the same way he lost his virginity, you know, pity. <laughs> Thanks, Polly. Thanks, Polly. T- talk hey, to you a lot Monday thing. to Wednesday. Hey, you don't know that he oh. lost his virginity or not, okay? Okay, I'm. I'm. I guess I'm assuming things. Fair <laughs> point. Um, <laughs> hey, be careful. Great, with Michael that. McDonald, there, Evo. Yeah, you want another one? I actually, I yeah. have another one coming up. For Michael well, I, I mean, your impression. I like Michael McDonald too, but your oh, impression thank is you. spot on. Well, many Sam a songbird. I'm a voice of a generation, so thank you, Polly. All right, take your All right, we love you, buddy, too. Hey, Rod, he was online, too. I don't know. I just put him on hold. Oh, yeah, who's this? This is Pete. Hey, hey Pete, what's up, man? Good morning, Pete. Yeah. Uh, is, oh, Ben Kenny's there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's right here. Happy yeah. to hear your voice. Well, I'm happy to hear yours because I, I heard there's <laughs> a, a, a rumor that you've written your memoirs. Oh, is, what? Yeah, you know, it, it, the title of the book is uh, I Invented the Participation Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pete! Yes! And Grant Bills also wrote the foreword in it. Or, how or, how or, long or, have you been waiting with that joke? I love it. Would you write it in or, February? Or, or, there, there's a, uh, or, there's a, or there's a subtitle, you know, uh, victory, uh, victory is nice, but uh, third place is better. It was another foreword by Grant Bills. Nice. I'm curious <laughs> where this is coming from. I love this, Pete. Dude, no, I love no, this. It, no, no, he's going to rip it, me for a take it, that Grant had. Hang on, let's, he, hang on. No, let's hear Pete. Can't no, tell the difference it, between it, us. It, it, it all comes from you saying that Wisconsin, uh, you know, football has had, uh, you know, terrific recruiting. That's where it all comes from. You know, I mean, I said for three years, Pete. <laughs> well, you know, all that. I mean, that it, it, 
once you, I, I know, I, I listen to your show on Thursday, and you're against them, go, you know, doing away with the divisions. Yeah, well, yeah. that's because if they do away with the divisions, then the, you know, there's the, the 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 Badgers will never make the championship game. They'll be mired in fifth or sixth place. <laughs> With a with a six and five, six and six record, you know, because Pete, I, Pete, you hang know, on, hang on. I actually agree with Ben. The division should be done away with because it's no, stupid no, no. to break them up. But no, I'm he saying, doesn't no, want to break I want them, them up. to stay. Oh, Pete, I agree with you. you. Lo- he is a loser. <laughs> no, because then what are we doing no, here? Break them up because then it says if you want to be good, you're going to go out and try and get players. You're going to use nil. That's right. That's but guess right. what? You go out. You guys and get are players. out of touch with the fact that that is never going to happen. This is awesome. It's Wisconsin. Yeah. Pete, I love this. No, wait, Pete, no, you've no, turned, no, Pete, no. You've turned no, over a new leaf. I love it. That, that's right. You say it's never going to happen. And that's why the Nina and Pinta would be sailing away and you would be standing on the, the, the Santa, Santa Maria, Maria. Wave, waving goodbye to them, afraid that you were going to sail off the end of the earth. That's, hey, that's is the earth that's, flat, Pete? I've never, been I've, never, I've never, you know, is it flat? Who knows? Well, then if they're Pete. toiling around in, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, it's either get better or adapt or die. Pete, I love this. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, I love right. this. It's adapt or die yeah. right now, and it's pretty clear I mean, they're not really adapting. I will also say, though, that there isn't going to be death involved because it's still Wisconsin. They still will do the same stuff they've done forever. They can get to the Big Ten title with three-star recruits. And then but lose. The, oh. They're not gonna. You know, they're not gonna recruit no. in the top twenty-five every year. It's not gonna happen. I love this. the only reason they did it last time is Saeed Khalif. He's now at Michigan State. Oh, not you only love that. that guy. They have no more. You NIA. and your Saeed Khalif. What? You know, they're not gonna dive into the deep end. You and your Khalif. You're, it's objective. You're, you're set. You're satisfied. You're satisfied with the six and five, six and that six record. That is such an unfair statement. Annual, I'm not. And the <laughs> annual trip. And the annual trip to the toilet bowl presented by Clorox. Oh, you know, Pete, tell me the last time they went six and five. No. Well, technically, no, they went their worst season is well, behind wins. Well, technically, they went seven and five with Hornybrook his last year. Oh, that's right. They, they, they played 12 games. Oh, so you're they satisfied with six and six. Jack Cohn. Yeah. Hey, hey. No, as long as long as they go to the toilet bowl presented by Clorox, you're happy. <laughs> I'm not happy with that. Pete, welcome to the winner circle, Pete. Lot of money. Welcome oh, to the winner circle, Pete. Pete. Another, another thing about Ben is that when all the Philly fans are were were were, were booing their team, oh, he was the one guy cla- clapping, saying, "Yeah, guys, let's go." He was the one you could hear clapping. So now, when so all now the other being Philly accused of doing too much, throwing snowballs at Santa Claus, Pete. but also being the nice one of that group. Pete, that Pete. makes yeah, no sense. That's Pete, right. Pete, I love this new leaf that you've turned over. I don't know what it's been, but this last year, you've been absolutely killer, dude. I, I love it. Yeah. Pete, you've been crushing, you know, Pete. I love it. And I, I tell you somebody ben, else ben, I, I need a minute here. Hey, Pete, Ben yeah. brings out the best in you. Pete, I need a minute here. Listen. Oh, oh hey, God. Being satisfied with a certain level of success is not, yeah. is, is not the case right now. That's not where anyone is. I just have a realistic view of it and understand where they land in the national landscape of college football. Right now, now, they, the will be, they will be a perennial top 25 team. They will get to a Big Ten title once every three, four years when everything not, falls not right. They and they're going to lose. They won't. Not if they don't have two vis- divisions. And they I won't. want them no. to stay with two divisions because it helps their chances to do that. That's very clear. Uh, oh, you only oh, need okay. 30 seconds. Wait, if anything, I want them to win more. Okay. Oh, well, I would just want to say another thing. Yeah, well, yeah uh, please. A, a school, this, I'm a not going to stop you. A school that really is going to benefit from from being uh, uh, being able to pay players for their name, uh, image, and license is Northwestern. They've got all those what? rich alumni. 
Northwestern. They'll be able. What? They'll be able to get. Yeah, that's right. Because they'll be able to to uh, get deals for for their players. They've got all those rich alumni that who aren't like Ben. You know, they're willing to. <laughs> they're 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 willing to. You know, they they they, like they expect something for their five million dollar <laughs> mediocre uh, coach who can't put two words together. Pete. And, and and is not a good recruiter either. Pete. Pat Fitzgerald and, and is the not, best thing to happen to Northwestern right, football right, right, right. in 30 years. Pete, I Just, love that you woke up and chose violence. Listener on host violence is absolutely incredible. Pete, you are the man. Northwestern? Out of every school in yeah, the country but, that you could have named, that might be the lowest in terms of got, how much they, they will be benefited. They, they are Northwestern. Rich, if you think Wisconsin has high standards, the alumni don't matter. It's about how much the school dives into it. Do you think a highly touted recruit is going to go to Northwestern over <laughs> Notre Dame? Yeah, if he, Notre yeah, Dame just if took their best get, player. If he's going to get paid, he will. Notre Dame he just sure took will. Northwestern's best player Pete. because that Northwestern does not right. get good recruits. Before, before we're out of here for the break, and Pete, don't hang up, I need us to end on a, a positive note and agree on something. Mm. Pete? I'm, po- I'm being positive. No, 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 I know. I need, I need you and Ben to uh, some kind of olive branch be extended here. Is there something we can find common ground on before we hit break? Uh, an asteroid won't hit the Earth today. <laughs> ben, do you? Oh, how about this? How about I this? Don't know. I was watching King of the Hill. There's a Jimmy Carter was on it. And he, yeah, he was doing a thing. And Hank Hill and his dad were in a in a bad fight. And Jimmy Carter asked Hank's dad if there was a button to press to make your dad disappear. Would you press it? So, Pete, let me ask you: If there's a button to press, would you press a button to make Ben disappear? Yes or no? No, I wouldn't. Uh, ben, uh-huh. if there was a Thank button you, to Pete. press, if there was a button to press to make Pete disappear, would you press it? No, I would not. There it is, babies. We got no, it. One thing. Yeah, I think he's a good broadcaster. <laughs> and all. I just don't think he. You know, I just think he's kind of a wimp when it comes to uh, you know what, what this athletic party. Yes. I mean, what, what yes, he's Pete. willing to accept for uh, five I call it realistic, dollars. Pete. But what? Hey, Pete. Ben, what, no, we just agreed we wouldn't make each other disappear. What Pete and I can agree on is that Bill should get me like a five million dollar, ten million dollar a year raise. So I can go pay the okay, players well, I myself. Need that, I need that first. Then you can go. Okay, all of us. Okay. But, but then you would. But then you'd say, "Well, you don't expect me to raise the ratings, do you?" <laughs> I mean, you know, you'd say, "Hey, look, we. I mean, we'll keep the twelve people that call in. Isn't that great? You know, not, we're not going to raise it to twenty-five. You'll be happy with. No, Pete, we got all kinds of new callers from. We're in the, out in lacrosse now. We have Pete, all kinds of new callers. Pete, have fun rooting for Northwestern. Hey, Pete, I'm glad that you wouldn't make Ben disappear. Ben, I'm glad you wouldn't make Pete disappear. We love you, Pete, especially Ben. I think he hung up on me. Right, um, here's my deal with Northwestern. I love you, Pete. I love the biggest you, Pete. thing that Northwestern will have to go against. That was the worst thing he said in that sentence, by the way. I loved every second of it. The biggest thing Northwestern Both would have it. issues Both with, sides. even if they had boosters that could pay for it, is getting people into the school. But if I'm Harvard, <laughs> if I'm Harvard, <laughs> and I got a lot of people that are given a lot of money, we're lowering in our standards. We're, we're becoming like Alabama. Yeah. Harvard, <laughs> we got a ton of money. We're going to become the Alabama. Harvard's, we're best, go make, Harvard's we're, best chance at a good football player was Jonathan Taylor, and that clearly didn't work out for him. That was whatever just happened there from Paulie's and the story of Ben Kenny coming here to then Pete turning over the new leaf and choosing, choosing violence every morning. I love it.